about to me. Very good afternoon to all. And as we prepare ourselves, as we come before the Lord, I think a lot of times more than our physical body, the inner man in us needs to be prepared as well. So as we bring this song before God, let's speak to our souls and say, Would you bless the Lord, O my soul, and worship His holy name. I invite you to just say a little prayer. As you bring your heart before Him. the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, and worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship Your holy name. Shall we stand? sun comes up, it's a new day dawning, it's time to sing your song again, whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, and worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my 
that day. And on that day, when my strength is failing, the end draws near, and my time has come. Still, my soul will sing your praise. God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear these commandments which God has given to his people and take them to heart. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods but me. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not bow down to any grieven image. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember the Lord's day and keep it holy. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honour your father and your mother in, uh, incline, and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not commit murder. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not bear false witness. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. You shall not covet anything. Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this law. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments 
and to live in love and peace with all men. Let us sit or kneel. Together as a body of Christ, we confess together, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our fellow men in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Shall we stand? And as we sing the song, God is good all the time, let us be reminded in Psalms 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Father, we trust in your goodness and we say that, Lord, indeed, your goodness does not diminish it's not diminished by the troubles that we face on this side of earth, Lord. But Lord, you are good all the time. Thank you, Father. God is good. God is good. All the time. All the time. Put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. He's so good. All the, time, All the time, through the darkest night, His, His light, light will shine. God is good. God is good. All the time. God is good. All the time. Put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. God is good all the time. If you're walking through the valley, there are shadows all around. Do not fear, yes, He will guide you. He will keep you safe and sound. He has promised to never leave you, nor forsake you. And His word is true, God is good all the time. 
this life will shine. God is good. God is good all the time. We were sinners, so unworthy. Still for us, He chose to die. Filled us with His Holy Spirit. Now, now we can stand and testify that His love is everlasting and His mercies they will never end. God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in His heart of mine. God is good all the time. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. And Lord, indeed we say that, Lord, the challenges that we face on this side of earth, it does not change our goodness, O oh Lord. For Lord, you know how, how prone sometimes we are to say, God, that if you are good, why do you allow certain things to happen? But Lord, we are reminded that your goodness is not determined by how we feel or even the things that we face. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, because our hope is not on this side of life. Our hope is not on the world getting any better. But Lord, we know that things will get more challenging. And we thank you because you came to show us hope. Hope of a life of eternity spent with you, Lord. And if you were ever to forget, if the challenges in life brings us down, would you remind us where, where we've come from, how you have rescued us, how we have breached that chasm, oh Lord. Thank you. How great the chasm 
that lay between us how high the mountain I could not climb in desperation I turned to heaven spoke your name into the night and through the darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul the work is finished the end is written Jesus Christ you are my living hope hallelujah praise the one who set me free hallelujah death has lost his grief on me you have broken every chain yes salvation in your name jesus christ my
Stand alone. You are God alone from before time began. You are on your throne. You are God alone. Right now, in the good times and bad. You are on your throne. You are God alone. We sing to you. You are God alone. From before time began. You are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now, in the good times and bad, you are on your throne. You are God alone. Unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable. That's what you are. You're unchangeable. You're unshakable. Unstoppable, that's what you are. You're unchangeable, you're unshakable, you're unstoppable, that's what you are. Unchangeable, you're unshakable.
God alone. You're unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable. That's what you are. Church, please sit. We're going to spend some time in prayer and intercession. We thank you, Lord. You are unshakable, unchangeable person. You are sovereign, Lord, above all. We worship you. Father God, this day we want to pray for church unity. We want the Apostle Paul writes to the Corinthians. He says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree that there be no division among you, that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. Yes, Father God, we come at all saints' church here into your hands. Lord, you have given us this community in Christ so that we learn to love one another and build deeper bonds. Help us today, Lord, to do just that. Help us to be sensitive to what you're doing among us. Give us that ear to listen to your calling. Help us to set aside differences, differences in opinions and thoughts. Be united to what you are showing us for this church, Lord. Father God, this day we want to pray for those among us who are recovering from sickness, pain, operations, those who may be worried also, those who are mourning this day. Lord, you are our comforter, our guide. We lift up to you all our friends, even those who we know at this time, to you. We remember Bobby who is hospitalized, that he may recover and be discharged soon. Lord, bless the hands of the physicians and the nurses who are taking care of him at this time, Lord. Yes, Lord. All who are recovering, all who are sick this day. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we declare healing in their lives. Yes, Master. That you would drive out all the infirmity and the sicknesses from their bodies. That they would lift up their eyes to you and receive that deliverance, Master. Because you are the one who sets us free. You are the one who has called us out. And in you we trust. Your word says in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yes, Lord. We trust in your word that this will encourage those who are calling upon your name at this time. Stay close to you to fix their eyes on Jesus. Father Lord, this day we also pray for the youth alpha that is coming up next week. Lord, we thank you for the overwhelming response and the commitment of all the 65 guests who have signed up, even our youth also. You have said, Lord, 
in John chapter 6 verse 39 and this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of those he has given me for it is my father's will that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life yes Lord Jesus all whom you have called we pray for those youth that they will have a special encounter with you and experience that supernatural presence Lord when they come together next week ignite their hearts with a burning desire to know you that they can commit their lives to Christ we also pray for the planning committee members master this day the coordinators that you will strengthen them in body and spirit give them the wisdom to work with the youth and teach them your word Lord we thank you for them master Yes, Lord. Father, this day we want to continue to pray for world peace. We pray for an end to violence and uh, numerous wars going around. We remember especially the Ukraine-Russia war that is still going on for more than a year, Lord. Many people have lost lives every day. They lose. Many people have been displaced. Millions have been displaced, Lord. Even nations who call themselves Christians are not able to set aside their bitterness and hatred, Lord. But Master, Lord Jesus, you are the King of Peace. We call out to you, Lord. We call out to you. We ask that you open the eyes of the rulers of these nations, that they would see the plight and sorrow of the common people. They'll have compassion on their sufferings, that they will realize the futility of their desires to conquer lands and amass power. Holy Spirit, bring about that wind of change even at the highest levels of authority in those nations, Lord. That all nations will bow down to that one King, our King, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Good evening, church. I'm Eugene, and um, we are one week into BB Week. So um, today we are glad to have one of our boys here to give um, a testimony on his journey um, in the Boys Brigade. So can I have Caleb to come up to give his testimony? Uh, good afternoon, everyone. So today I'll be sharing on why I joined the Boys Brigade. 
So firstly, as an individual with an extremely diverse range of interests, the Boys Brigade was right up my alley as it offered a plethora of activities that ranged from outdoor survival skills to social skills. In my time in the Boys Brigade for Team Singapore Company, I've had the opportunity to participate in activities such as a markmanship module and uh, a laser combat simulation match with my fellow batchmates. I have gained much in my journey with the Boys Brigade in my uh, three years here. Aside from the wide range of activities, BB has also provided many opportunities for me to hone soft skills, such as leadership, teamwork, and communication. However, my largest takeaway from BB would be the, for would be the forging of Esprit de Corp with my batchmates and friends, as we struggled through the thick and thin and emerged triumphant together. For instance, I was given the opportunity last year to participate in a zonal and national level character quest competition wherein we were quizzed on various aspects of the Bible. My teammates and I underwent mentally strenuous assessments and knowledge checks to ensure that we could secure the highest marks in the theory section of the competition. Eventually, the fruits of our efforts were rewarded when we emerged as zonal champions and ranked third nationwide. This would definitely prove to be one of the most significant hallmarks of my BB journey. The beauty of BB as a CCA is that it has a profound ability to holistically develop an in individual. It does not just focus on a particular aspect or skill set, but hones and sharpens all skills and aspects of the individuals. To allow BB to continue to transform the lives of boys, I sincerely hope that you would continue to support our efforts by donating to our BB Day campaign. Thank you for your kind attention. Um, yeah, okay, so thank you, Caleb. Um, so just to let everyone know, um, the boys will be setting up a booth after service outside the sanctuary. So if you would like to donate by cash, you can do so today. If you would like to donate through the usual methods, which is giving.sg or the leaflet, uh, they will also be available outside the sanctuary after service. And lastly, I would also just like to give a quick shout out to the, for the fundraising walk that's happening on 8th of April uh, on Easter Saturday in the morning at Bedok Reservoir. So if uh, registration is still open and if you would like to, uh, and if you are free, we would like to strongly encourage you to come down for the walk. With that, um, thank you.
Church. I'm here as your treasure to give you some updates on the finances of the church for the first two weeks. Here are the slides. So it looks like there's a problem with slides. I will just read out to you. Um, okay, so the updates are as of the first two months of this year, Jan and Feb. Okay, so All Saints English has received a total income of 66,232 and a total expenditure of 82,137. Okay, so currently the deficit is about 15.9k. So compared to last year, the income was also 80k and the expenditure was also 82k. So just letting you know there's a small dip in the finances for Feb, but we trust that we'll be able to contribute and contribute to the house of the Lord. Okay, so that's the main update. Um, we have several provisions for tithing now. We have e-tithing options, right? So if you see, there's a QR code that you can scan. It is the, we have given fridge magnets to you guys. So do use that. Alternatively, we have manual tithing options also through check and cash. So highly encourage all of you to not give up on your contribution to the Lord. Yeah, thank you. Our scripture reading for this afternoon is taken from Galatians, Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 6, verses 6 to 10. Galatians 6, 6 to 10. Let the one who is taught the word share all things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows in his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then... As we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to stand for the gospel. The gospel is taken from the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 7, beginning on the 12th verse. Glory to Christ, our Saviour. Matthew, Gospel, chapter 7, verse 12 to verse 14. In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, 
for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction and there are many who take it for the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life and there are few who find it this is the gospel of christ praise to christ our lord come please be seated Good afternoon, everyone. Trust that all of us are keeping well. Let's pray and look to the Lord to help us as we begin our time together this afternoon. Father God, we come before you. We thank you for today. Indeed, Lord, we acknowledge that this is the day that we have made. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, the privilege of coming together as a family to worship you and to give thanks to you for all the goodness that you have done in our lives. And as we look into your word today, may your spirit come and grant us new revelation, new insights that we can apply into our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We continue today with our series on the five attributes. Pastor Allen started with the attribute of patience. Last week, we have done humility, we have done gentleness. Now we are on the attribute patience. So we, he shared with us what it means to bear the suffering of one another, especially within the community of Christ. That when we are faced with suffering of any kind, we certainly need patience to go through them, don't we? And we need patience especially in the time of illnesses or there are some family issues we need time we need encouragement we need the body of christ to help us to go through such time when and our body when we are sick our body needs time to heal but very often we are quite impatient huh? and we we, we we live in a instant society where we want patience now and all but we don't get patience now. We get a lot of other things that help us to develop and cultivate this attribute patience. And we soon learn that when we get sick, the more anxious we are, the more restless we are, it takes us longer to get well. So we need to, to be patient every day, even drinking water. We just I was just reading my script and I was drinking a cup of water. I said, even drinking water needs patience. You cannot just glug, but you drink slowly, don't we? So we thank the Lord for His promise that He will never leave us, He will never forsake us. And this promise doesn't mean that um, nothing bad will happen to us, nothing unpleasant will happen to us. But this promise tells us that He will help us, He will be with us, granting us the courage and strength to go through every difficult situation. Of course, with the Holy Spirit as our help and our counsellor. So today we are on the topic on how we are to exercise patience when we do good in our relationship with one another. How to exercise patience when we, when we do acts of kindness. And some would like to say, that the household of faith, as mentioned in this passage in Galatians, is the, the 
the family of God, the family of believers, the local community. Last week, Pastor Ellen talked about the kibbutz, a community of Christ coming together. And, and, and I would say that what we will call the church today, that you and I belong to this community of faith. We, you and I belong to this household of faith. So this is what the community should, should be like. Bearing with one another, doing good with one another. And this is what is commonly known as the body life. We need the support of one another to journey in our journey of faith. Spurring and cheering one another on during our ups, celebrating together, during our down, just cheering each other on. Why do you think then it is important for the church of Jesus Christ to exercise these attributes within ourselves, among ourselves? Why? Why is body life so important? Before Jesus, um, before Jesus went to the cross, at the Last Supper, he gave a new commandment. He gave a new commandment. He says that a new commandment I gave unto you, I gave unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, and that you also love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. In other words, cultivating and exercising these attributes within the church family is a way of us obeying this new commandment that Jesus has given to us, expressing our love for God and for one another. It is also our part of being salt and light. Because by this, all men will know that you are my disciples. That's what Jesus said. So if we do that, people will look in and, and say, hey, these people are different because they are with Jesus. I remember um, there was a couple of times where my sister was driving me home, passing by a particular road and pass, passing by a particular church building. And she always tell me this story. She said, you know, this bu church building has been around for many years, but before they, they make it into a ch real church building, it was something else. And she said, every time she passed by that, that place, she always hear people laughing, and they seem so happy. And she always wondered why, as she was growing up. Huh? And then when the church building was built and she began to understand and she said oh these people who were laughing in that building they must have been christians so by this others will know that we belong to jesus and the apostle paul in his in his um, letter to the Ephesians, had this to say for by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
So what does this mean? This means that you and I are capable of doing good works. And we should do good works. And we should do good. However, we must also bear in mind that salvation, that our salvation is not based on good works, as the verse said. It is not based on good works. If salvation is based on good works, if good work is the basis of our salvation, then how much good works do we need to do is enough for us to have salvation. But Scripture tells us, for God so loved the world that He gave. So that means that salvation is God's gift. It's God's gift to you and me. And good works should flow out of this great love of God. So we are saved not by good works, but for good works. Let me say it again. We are saved not by good works, but for good works. When we are saved, when we receive salvation into our life, there's so much joy in us. You know, we, 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 we sing the song just now, God is good all the time. When we become Jesus' disciples, we will experience that. And we want to tell people. And we want to be a blessing. And good work should flow naturally out of our salvation for Christ. Giving thanks, filled with heart of gratitude and heart of thanksgiving. Expressing God's love for us. As we look at the passage in Galatians 6, three things stood out for me. Number one, sharing all things. Secondly, sowing and reaping. And thirdly, seizing every opportunity to do good. So what does it mean to share all things? I think first of all, to share all things means being generous. Huh? Sharing all things means being generous. Generosity in giving things in kinds or in monetary terms. Within the, of course, within our means, within the best that we can. Being generous also means doing good things for other people or sharing good things with them. For example, your precious, our precious time. Taking our time out to have a cup of coffee with someone, lend a listening ear and catch up with somebody. That is part of being generous, generous with our time. Or sharing your talents. If you know how to play the guitar and you know somebody who wants to learn it, you can take time and teach the person how to play a tune. Then do, and then yet, we have to do all these things with patience. I'm not fantastic with the IT world today. When, when COVID started, I have to learn from some others how to use my smartphone, how to use the apps. And I thank God that they, they were willingly, patiently showing me how to do all these things. And I, I'm really grateful to them. So doing good, doing good things, doing good acts of kindness, does not need to be big things. It could be little acts of kindness. So small acts of kindness can be a blessing. 
So sharing all things is being generous and being a blessing. Yes, being a blessing the best that we can in the way that we can. For example, church camp is coming if you have an, and you're driving and you have an extra space in your car, you may want to offer it to someone who needs it. So, or if you know of somebody who needs some financial support and you can help it, you can be a blessing to that person as well. The best that we can, the best that we know how to be a blessing. Others may not see the good in us, Others may not see the good in that we do, but remember, God does. God does. And God sees the intention of our heart as we do these acts of kindness. And according to this passage in Galatians, doing acts of kindness is like sowing and reaping. The idea of sowing and reaping is like is likened to the law of the harvest. We reap what we sow. I'd like to share with us Eugene Peterson's version of verse 8 and 9. Eugene Peterson has a version of the Bible called the message, and it is a paraphrase. He said this, Do not be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What the person plants he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of wheat. All he will have to show for his life, I don't think we want to do that. Nah. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in him, harvests a crop of real life eternal life. Meaning that if we are selfish, we ignore the needs of others, even though we see it. Eh? We ignore the needs of others, though we see it. And then we can help, but we say, ayah, never mind, lah. someone else would do it. Then you walk away. Or you think very long, what will I get out of this? Will I benefit out of this? It is equivalent to Ignoring the promptings of God, ignoring the promptings of the Holy Spirit. If we so, according to this passage, if we sow selfishness, we will reap what? We will reap weeds, and we know that weeds is rubbish. Huh? It, it is. It has no eternal value. However. If we partner with the Holy Spirit, if we partner with God, sowing seeds of kindness, we will harvest a crop leading to eternal life. Sowing good works in response to the prompting of the Holy Spirit can be considered also investing in the kingdom of God in a positive way. Robert Warren Wisby, in his New Testament commentary, on this passage said this, the basic principle of sowing and reaping is found throughout the entire Bible. God has ordained that we reap what we sow. Were it not for this law, the whole principle of cause and effect will fail. The farmer sows wheat can, can expect to reap wheat, 
But if it were some, it were if it were otherwise, there will be chaos in our world. But God has told us to be careful where we sow, for it is this principle that Paul dealt with here. He looked on in our material possession as seed, and he sees two possible kinds of soil, the flesh and the spirit. And if we use our material goods to promote the flesh or to promote the things or the spirit, so we either promote one of them. But hear this. But once we have finished sowing, we cannot change the harvest. Once we have finished sowing, we cannot change the harvest. We cannot change the outcome. If you plant apple tree and then halfway through you dig out and you decided to plant orange tree then what will come out orange tree maybe but if you have decided that it is going to be apple tree it will be apple it will be apple so once the sowing is done the result cannot be changed so let's be warned to guard the intention of our hearts when we are sowing for when we are sowing our good works and doing our acts of kindness let's guard let's learn to guard our hearts the famous golden rule as we read just now in matthew has this to say it's taken from the sermon on the mount it says do unto others what you want others to do unto you this golden rule calls for action do unto others it encourages us to take the first step encourages us to take initiative it says do unto others we should not be afraid to take the initiative we should not be afraid to take the first step to do good however there are some of us and sometimes I, I'm included. Nah? There are some of us who are afraid of taking this first step. Or sometimes we have given up doing good. Why do you think we do this? I think we are afraid of being misunderstood for an ulterior motive. The reason, the reason why you don't go, we don't do good. We are afraid of being misunderstood for ulterior motive. I would say that if our intention is good and if our intention is out of the heart of God and if this partnership is God, I think, it, I think God sees our heart. And some people, sometimes we are afraid to do good and don't want to do good. We feel that we are not appreciated or there's nothing to benefit. What do I get out of doing this? How many of you have asked this question before? What do I get out of doing this? What do I get out of singing a song? What do I get out of doing what? Of, um, of sharing my time with someone. What do I get out of doing this? Scripture tells us that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Isn't it? 
So if we do out of a heart of love, I think we should not be afraid of not being appreciated. We should not be afraid of being misunderstood. And it is all right if there's nothing to benefit. Mother Teresa has this saying. She said this, The good you do today, many will forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Isn't it true? The good you do today, many will forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. I reckon that my, what she said was really true, is really true. We may not be remembered for the good things we have done. Very often, we are remembered for the bad things we have done, isn't it? And that we may, be, we may not feel appreciated, even be misunderstood. But like what she said, do good anyway. It is good enough that God sees and God knows. And at every opportunity, every chance that we get, we should do good. Let me go back to Eugene Peterson on this verse 9 and 10. He said this, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the same time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. In other words, seizing every chance to be good. Seizing every chance that we get to do good. Being spontaneous in our acts of kindness. And then I know that even in the world today <coughs> there are people who do acts of kindness recently in the straight times if you will remember there's a group of migrant workers who helped to rescue a 15 year old girl from underneath a vehicle and I, I, I read further that they actually left the scene after that. But later on, someone tracked them down and they were rewarded for what they have done. Indeed, this act of kindness, they were rewarded in due time. Then we all know about the Singapore Kindness Movement. The Singapore Kindness Movement has this mission statement that says, to inspire graciousness through spontaneous acts of kindness making life more pleasant for everyone. I think it is a very good mission statement. Spontaneous acts of kindness. We all need to be spontaneous in our act of kindness. If somebody needs you to carry, carry some fruits, do that. Stretch out your helping hand. As disciples of Jesus, I think, I believe that we all need to be God's hand extended to one another for the common good. And I know that in our Sunday service, there are some, some of us who enjoy a good fellowship because we have some good Samaritans who, who come and bring food 
for fellowship and we can enjoy a time together. There's an opportunity coming up for you and me to do acts of kindness, to be a blessing, to be generous and to be a blessing. You all know that we are all, um, All Saints has been asked to do chaplaincy work at the Bedok South Active Aging Centre. It's going to open its doors on the 3rd of July. And we certainly want to seize this opportunity to be generous. We want to seize this opportunity to be a blessing to the community in Bedok South. And as I think about it, this work is going to be like sowing, watering, and then in due time, there will be a time for us to reap the harvest. But the sowing and watering process needs patience. It will take a while. Learning from our Chinese congregation, they have done a lot of sowing and watering for many years in their outreach work in Tampines. And it is only last year that they started to invite people to church and they begin to see the beginning of harvest. So, in the next couple of years, we may not see anybody coming, but it's okay. We must learn to be patient. The harvesting time will come in due time. So what we need to do is that we need to press on. We need to press on, seizing every opportunity, yet we need to press on. The, this is the advice that is given by Paul in Galatians 6 also. Not to give up doing good, not to grow weary, but to press on. In Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, he commended them for their good books. He said to the Thessalonian Christian, he said, we always give thanks to God for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers, constantly keeping in mind of your work of faith and your labor of love and perseverance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the presence of our Lord, of God our Father. So these Christians in Thessalonica, they were commended for their work of faith and for their labor of love and for their perseverance. And all of us who volunteers and serve in different ministries, all these are work of love, labor of love and work of faith those who help in the refreshment, those who help to pack up, those who work in the, in the worship ministry, thank you for your labor of faith, your labor of love for the Lord, and patiently, week after week, serving the Lord, the agape teachers, and everyone else who serve. Thank you very much. Without your perseverance and without your patience, I think... We all cannot be a church. So within the community of faith, this is happening, which is wonderful. And then, of course, perseverance is needed while we wait for the harvest. So patience. Harvest time will come. We all know that it takes time for a seed to grow before the harvest can come. So as the book of Ecclesiastes says, there's a time to sow and a time to reap. So we want 
to wait for that time as we continue to sow and we continue to water. Most importantly, let us learn to share all good things with one another. Let us not forget the law of the harvest. What we sow is what we reap. And let us seize every chance that we get to do good, to be God hand extended the best we can. Let me close with one verse that all of us know so well. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Shall we all read this together? Let's read this together. One, two, three. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not to one another as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let us pray. Father God, we want to thank you that you have called each one of us here to this local community of believers, to this household of faith, your church. Lord, we pray that even as we learn to bear with one another, as we learn to care for one another, as we learn to journey together in sufferings, in good times, bad times, as we learn to serve one another and do good to one another, we pray that your Holy Spirit will help us to plan this acts of kindness the best we can. Open our eyes, open our hearts to see and feel as you would. As we pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's sit back and enjoy a very old country song. This is not exactly a Christian song, but the wordings are very Christian. So let's sit back and enjoy this song. Try a little kindness.
invite you to stand as we want to share the peace with one another. We are the body of Christ in the one spirit. We were baptized into one body. Let us then pursue all that makes for peace and builds up our common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's give one another with a sign of peace. We'll be taking off our tree. Come to the table of mercy. Prepare with the wine and the bread. table come to the table of mercy prepare with the wine and the bread all who are hungry and thirsty come and your souls will be salvation and drink of the blood 
us say the offertory sentence together. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendor, and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you, and of your own do we give you. <laughs> 